What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Movie Morning. And this is going to be part four of my series of Star Wars reviews leading up to Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Today, I'm going to be reviewing Solo, A Star Wars Story, which, of course, came out in May of last year. This is a controversial one. It disappointed the box office and all that. But I think what you'll hear from me will be, you're going to be pretty shocked about what I have to say about this movie. So, pretty much with that said, no messing around. We're going to get pretty much straight straight into the review for this film now. Solo Star Wars Story is, was directed by Ron Howard and of course starts Alden Ehrenreich, Emilia Clarke, um, who else do we have? Um, Donald Glover. Of course, well, and you know, of course, all the other new cast, Woody Harrelson, everyone. I'm sure, you guys know it was, it's a pretty good cast, to be honest, looking at it overall. But that's actually the first thing we're we'll talking about. About one thing that I actually really liked about the film that is the cast. First of all, actually, I'll start off with the side characters. Woody Harrelson as Tobias Beckett is a very, is actually a pretty enjoyable character, and he's he actually gets a couple cracks out. Uh, he gets a couple of cackles out of me. I'll be honest. And he cracks me up from time to time. And I still laughed a couple times while watching, the, while watching the movie again. And, of course, we also have Chewbacca, who's fantastic as usual. Emilia Clarke as Kira, who we see with Han at the beginning of the film and everything. She's decent, too. I'm not... Her character wasn't a standout or anything to me, but she's good in the role for sure. But Donald Glover is mixed for me. I... Liked his performance, but I don't think it really suited a young... It did, but it felt like he was trying to do an impression more than actually doing... More than actually being Lando, if you know what I mean. It's kind of like if you were... If you were going to play Tony Stark in a... In, like, a school project, then obviously you try to impersonate him instead of actually trying to be in the character and be everything about it. You're just going to try to copy off what Robert Downey Jr. did instead of trying to be that character. Obviously, right? So that, that's why, to me, it was okay. But the standout in the cast is Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo, who I genuinely really liked. He is fantastic as Han Solo, and it was great casting to get him in. He is... It's really great what... Just how, like, it's really great with what they do with this character. It's really magnificent, to be honest, what they do. And his performance, characterization of Han Solo, the quirkiness and everything. Alden Ehrenreich pulled it off fantastically. And I could not really imagine anyone else playing Han Solo. A younger Han Solo, except for Alden Ehrenreich at this point. Which is a pretty good thing, you know, to have. Another thing that I actually quite enjoyed about this film is that it showed a couple of things that sure we didn't really need to know, but it showed how Han met Chewie, which I didn't expect in that part when they're under the when they're like you know in like the muddy because of the you know the mission went wrong and then he's all the way down and then he's under he's in the prison and then we have Chewbacca. I didn't think that was Chewbacca. I had no idea who that was, but that being Chewbacca was cool. You know Han trying to slowly like get a grip of him like if you do this we can get out and all that. I like that. I loved how. Han and Chewie played off each other in this movie, and that's a standout in this and a lot of this film, to be honest. And also, 
how he the, how he ended up getting the how he ended up getting the Falcons Falcon spoilers. If you haven't seen the film, although you should have already left the film after a year and a half or whatever. How he got the Falcon, you know, it's fine. But like, he basically uses Lando's own trick to get it for him by the end. And I liked the Kessel Run sequence, which was a definite standout. Which yeah, let's just talk about right now. The that Kessel Run entire Kessel Run sequence is a standout in this film. The effects were great in that scene, and Alden Ehrenreich was fantastic. Almost all the cast really showed kind of like tension, like oh my god, this is big and all. And then how they get out is awesome. Then at the end we have Lando taking "I Never Want to See You Again." Then at the end that he sees him, then Han gets the Falcon. I loved how that played out into the finale. Yeah. So, and also we had the villain who I haven't even talked about yet, Dryden Voss, who. I quite enjoyed on first viewing, but on recent rewatches, I thought Paul Bettany look definitely looks like he's having fun. But the character, they didn't go into too much detail with the character, which I'm saying, which I feel like I'm saying with so many reviews lately. I don't know why they don't go too far into the character's mythos and how he came about, unfortunately. And I would have liked to see that, but they don't do it. Although I think Paul Bettany is good, and you can tell he's loving being in a Star Wars movie. You can. Just tell he goes all out for his performance here, and I think it works. Of course, then that that ties in into the Crimson Dawn and also the Darth Maul twist at the end of the film. So of course, you have the Crimson Crimson Dawn, which are basically a symbol throughout, which are which is straight up a negative symbol for anyone around the galaxy who sees it. That's you know, I that I think at the end I kind of saw that coming by the time we kept going like. Yeah, this this um this this um thing uh, the Crimson Dawn are going to be a lot more impactful to the outside world than we thought when we first met them. Thinking they're just you know this thing, this like them owning a restaurant, all that. I knew it was going to be something more, and I liked how it came to be by the end of the film. And also, we had the Marauders who revealed that, and I didn't expect that, but they were one hundred percent bad. I loved it when Han was about to pull off the gun. That shot of Han getting ready to pull off his gun—that that's one of my favorite shots in the movie. Just saying. And of course, at the end, we had Darth Maul, who was revealed to be the leader of the Crimson Dawn. And when, when he's there, he's awesome. He's portrayed wonderfully, and he pulls out a lightsaber for legit no reason except to say, "If you are unsure, it's Darth Maul," and we hope you can see him again, which I don't think is going to happen. I really want to see Darth Maul in a solo sequel, and I would love a solo sequel, but. We're not gonna get that anymore, unfortunately. Also, the action—it was mostly good. Whenever it was something to do with a vehicle, like the castle run or the train sequence, it's stunning. It's amazing. It's everything you'd want from a Star Wars film. But when it when it goes to like fist to fist, gun to gun, or like things like that, whenever it does that, it's not too good. The choreography is pretty meh for a Star Wars movie. But again, whenever it has anything to do with vehicles, it's awesome and some of the best stuff Disney has put out with Star Wars. But when it's like hand-to-hand fist fights, it's not that good. And if there's anything I like, anything else I really didn't like about the movie, it just I, this one's gonna, this review's gonna be a little bit shorter, by the way, because I don't have too much to say about this film by the time we get at the end. If there are any th- other things I liked, first of all, the Tobias Beckett twist at the end I found pretty obvious, like. Like, once, as soon as he walked away and said, you should come with me and all that, I was like, 
there's no way he's not going to play back into the story. It feels like such an anticlimactic way to do it. And we had him back. I didn't really like how they did that twist. I did like the twist, however, that Han had everything planned out. Because I didn't see that coming. And then he had, like, you know, he had pretty much few. They were wearing the mask, which was fake. Then the actual Marauders came in and then slaughtered the members of the Crimson Dawn. I love that part. And also, I do, and also the tension building in that scene with Han sitting down then. Then Paul Bettany's character there. That was a great scene. And I wish we saw a little more of that, honestly. But that is basically all I have to say about the film. Another thing I'll just say is that I thought the style was a little more dark and dreary for, dreary for a Star Wars movie, which was okay. I know a lot of people have a problem, not for me. But that's pretty much what I thought, what I overall, that's pretty much my in-depth thoughts of Solo. Now we're down to my final thoughts. So Solo, a Star Wars story, is definitely a very enjoyable film. It's a little dark at points, which I didn't get the style and tone was a little dark at points. I didn't mind. I really liked Olden Aaron wrecking the role. And there were some cool ship fight scenes, especially the one in the train as a standout. Some of the fist-to-fit, um, sword-to-sword fights weren't great, but... I didn't really expect that to be a phenomenal thing going in. And overall, if you haven't seen Solo and you're a big Star Wars fan, which I'm sure a lot of you have, but it didn't make too much money, so I'm not sure about that, you should 100% watch it because it is definitely better than Rogue One, in my mind. I'm not sure, which, again, we'll talk about next week. Come back if you want to see that. I'm going to give Solo a Star Wars story a B-. minus. It's not a great movie. It's an enjoyable one, and I definitely dig what they did with this film. If you enjoyed, make sure to come back next week for more of my review of Rogue One, like I already said. And also, if you enjoyed, go check out my past three episodes talking about the prequels. Thank God they're over. Anyway, I'll see you guys later today for my Arrow Season 8 Episode 4, Episode 3 review. Come back later. Bye, guys.